Hi, Damien Christoph here. And Marcus Pierce here. After you listen to this Wellness Couch podcast, make sure you strap on your early bird wellness cape and head over to thewellnesssummit.com and book your early bird tickets. Tickets are going like hotcakes and why wouldn't they be? Because two days of powerhouse wellness featuring the Up For A Chat girls, the new couch rock star, Kyle Brock, the natural nutritionist, Steph Lowe, our beautiful special guest, Nat Kringudis, quirky Joe Witten, Marcus Pierce, MP, our brother, the wellness guys, and more should not be missed. Get ready for some serious wellness, inspiration, education, extrapolation, information, fermentation, and so much more. Head to thewellnesssummit.com and book your tickets now. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christoph, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And Brett, you and me, and no demo. I know. I, I thought, thought we were gonna thought get... we'd got the band back together. I know. David's gone walkabout. <laughs> he has gone walkabout. We actually don't know where he is, and we hope that he is safe. And uh, but more importantly, we have a special guest. We couldn't wait. You know, we couldn't just wait for Damo for our special guest interview tonight because uh, this is a very special interview. Um, it's um, it's with Donna Heathcote, and uh, Donna has actually been on the Wallace Guy Show before. You might have heard her voice in the background. We've actually uh, I interviewed um, her as with a part of uh, the rest of the tribe uh, who was part of the wellness breakthrough that we've done and in the car ride between the journey between the uh the uh, I wouldn't call it a resort, but the, where we did the the retreat uh, to the airport, we did a quick interview. And uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should go back to that. But more importantly, we have Donna here, uh, who has an amazing story. Uh, I'd love to hear more about it because I just know the snippets of, of what's had happened. Uh, I want to hear her journey for the last two or three years, um, where she's come from, and actually how where she's at now. And so, looking at her challenges, what she's gone through, but more importantly, she has a a massive undertaking right now that's uh, that I think that we all need to hear and listen to and uh, I'm really looking forward to this interview Brett you uh you have anything to add to that well just that this is one of our real stories interviews that we're going to do um mm. some of the feedback we got from our fans and people who listen in is that they'd like to hear more real stories from real people rather than just always talking to the experts that we just like to hear from everyday people and hear their journey and, and what changes they've gone through so you know, we're probably going to do a few more of these in the future as well. And and I know that Donna's gone through an amazing journey and, and has some transformations and some lessons learned along the way that I think people are going to really relate to. So um, this is, you know, by popular demand, back by popular demand you are, Donna. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's really great to be on the show. Well, welcome to the show. And first of all, let's start off um, by sort of asking you the very first question. I'd love to hear your journey from, you know, where you were so three years ago. Take us back to, to about three or four years ago. And uh, where did you get started? And, and what's the what's the origin story of Donna? Sure. Uh, look, three years ago, I was living what I thought was a very healthy life, uh, typical the SAD diet, I um, was um, had nutrition that was high protein, low fat, uh, so my coffee every day was made with low fat milk, um, thinking that I was doing the right things. I uh, was in a fantastic corporate job, um, very high stress, uh, was exercising regularly, um, and little did I realise that I was actually making myself uh, sicker and sicker. So... I found myself in a position where my body literally just shut down on me. 
um, I was at work one night and um, just found that uh, I couldn't speak um, and I started to get the shakes. And it was kind of like um, like being on an adrenaline high and I just couldn't come out of it. And from that point, uh, my body just sort of started to shut down on me. And so um, I knew that I really needed to um, make some changes to my life. I'd had, I'd had some warning signs and I had just either not really ignored them, but I had excuses for every single one of them. So I was highly allergic to everything that I was eating, everything I touched, um, and my doctor um, sent me for allergy testing and then just had me on high-dose antihistamines. And any other symptoms that I had, um, my GP was just telling me it was in my head. So I just thought that it was normal part of life. Um, and so I really knew at that point in time that I needed to make some changes. And um, at that stage, I knew nothing about the wellness guys. I had a um, fabulous chiropractor who um, mentioned to me about the wellness guys. And then I started to, um, to listen to the podcast and I just got so much information. Um, I really changed. The first thing I did was change my diet. So um, anybody that knows me knows that I don't do things by halves and I'm, I just jump into the, the deep end of the, of the pool. So I uh, actually did raw vegan for about three months and I had never felt better in my life. Um, within a, the first couple of days, I just, I really started to lift the brain fog. My energy was fantastic. But after a period of time, it really wasn't enough to sustain me. And then I came across the fabulous Rob Wolf uh, and Lauren Cordain and started to introduce more paleo principles. Um, and um, I've really been living the sort of paleo principles since that point in time. Um, and I guess the other things that I did um, when I found the Wellness Guys, there were a couple of podcasts that really, um, I think, hit home with me. And one of those was where you introduced the good doctors. And so I started to listen to the good doctors and learn a little bit more about ACNEM and trying to find um, a medical support team who um, I think understood my journey a little bit better instead of um, just telling me that it was all in my head. So I got onto ACNEM and I found a fantastic uh, functional GP. And I also um, decided that um, it was time for me to, you know, look at other more holistic parts of my life. So um, mindset was a big part of it, as well as looking after, you know, I guess the spiritual self. So... Um, I had never been one to sit still. Um, so trying things like yoga and meditation, I was hopeless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd do. I'd put on a, a guided meditation and I'd last two minutes and that would be enough for me. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm never, ever going to get this. Um, but I stuck at it and, you know, they're, they're regular parts of my life now. But probably the real turning point for me was the first retreat that I attended, which was Awaken the Change Within, mm. uh, which was in November of last year with the gorgeous Up for a Chat girls. And 
I had gone over with the intent of looking at my nutrition and thinking that I needed to be there to meet Cindy. Well, by the end of the three days, um, I had realised that it actually was nothing to do with my nutrition because I'd really had that um, well looked after. Um, the lessons that I took away from it was from the gorgeous Kim Morrison and uh, Karen Smith. And I can remember um, at the end of the retreat, uh, just sitting down and I sat on the beach um, because we had an extra few days in Malulaba. And I had my iPad and I just journaled for about three or four hours. And that really was the turning point for me in really understanding that a lot of what I was going through was to do with um, how I was viewing the world and my mindset. So that was sort of the, the start of my journey. Um, and then I guess um, it certainly wasn't easy. Um, I think... I really went through a stage of um, having to not only accept myself but accept that the way I was living my life was of my own doing. I think I'd spent a lot of time either justifying things or blaming other people for what was happening in my life rather than taking self-responsibility. So coming to that realisation that, um, where I had come to in life was my own doing and taking self-responsibility was a huge step. Um, as a little bit of background, I come from a military background, so we um, are very conditioned about um, particularly mindset and emotions and about being strong and not letting other people see um, that you know, either there's emotion or weakness um, because it was never seen as an appropriate thing to have um, when when you're in the military. So, you know, I'd, I'd spent a lot of years, I think, masking um, particularly stress um, and not dealing with it very well. So to have that sort of self-realisation um, and then look at what I needed to change in my life was a really, really big step and it was really confronting to, to go through that. Donna, you've covered so much stuff there. Um, for someone who was worried Sorry, about coming God. onto a podcast and not sure what she would say, um, you're on fire. I'm loving it. We would, Lawrence and I were just considering whether we could just sit back for 30 minutes. And what you're going. That's, that's, there's so many questions that I want to ask you about all the stuff we just said. It's, it's awesome. But first thing I want to ask, I want to go right back to the start. When you first started listening to The Wellness Guys, what was the first episode you started listening to and what was it that you started listening to that actually made you decide to go raw vegan? Because I'm really curious. Well, interestingly enough, I did the Raw Vegan before I started listening to the Wellness Guys. So okay. I um, I had actually, and, and even the Paleo, before I even knew you guys existed. Oh, cool. So um, I nice. was, um, I guess um, I'd done a lot of it on my own and to, and I did start at episode one. Um, I didn't want to miss any episodes, so I started at episode one. And as I started to listen, it reinforced to me that I was on the right track. And that the research that I had done myself and the changes that I had made um, were changes that were positive changes designed to bring me back to a state of wellness. Mm. So um, I started at episode one 
and uh, I listened to every episode, and I can't remember what episode you were up to, uh-huh. um, but every opportunity I got, I would have, um, you know, um, walking in the morning in the car, um, I would actually sometimes sneak it while I was sitting at work <laughs> and listen to you guys <laughs> while I was at Shh, work. Not say anything. <laughs> but don't tell. Um, yeah, so I, I um, really started at the beginning, and I think just – um, hearing one of one of the things that I found really really um, resonated um, well with me, but I found very difficult to change was one of the podcasts that you did about the good fats and bad fats, um, and even talking about paleo principles. For me, um, always being athletic and having high protein, low fat as um, the way to live your life. To change that and the guilt that comes with that was really, really difficult because you're changing your whole um, your whole belief system. And I even find sometimes now I'm, I'm looking and I'm counting calories and I'm looking at the sides of packets and going, I don't need to do that anymore. But it's those the conditioning that you get that just becomes second nature to you. And to have somebody come along and say, actually, everything that you've learnt for the last 40-odd years is actually wrong um, – and, and is pretty much a lie, was was really challenging to try and work through that myself mm. and just trust the process. Well, what's interesting what you're saying there, like, I mean, especially for someone who comes from a military background, I mean, this is sort of what the military do, does, right, is to be able to create discipline within, um, you know, the person within the army to basically follow the instructions so that when it, come, when it counts, you don't have to think about it. It just comes naturally. But unfortunately, well, you know, so similar in that concept, but unfortunately a lot of us have been trained unconsciously. You know, or we never made a conscious effort to decide regards to health or where we got that information or never questioned it. And so there just becomes that natural habit, which was very difficult to kind of shake and uh, and also to kind of change as well. So which is really a great realization and good awareness for you to, to kind of say that because a lot of people don't even are not even aware that they have those conscious or unconscious thoughts um, of learnings that's, uh, that we constantly have to fight against, you know, which is taught by our parents or friends or, you know, other uh, teachers that, that have been in our lives. Um, yes. I, I would love to actually acknowledge and give a shout out to your chiropractor. Who's your chiropractor? Adam Rajowski. Oh, nice. Uh, Adam. From South Central Chiropractic. Yes. Uh, Adam, thank you for uh, referring uh, Donna to and showing her and guiding her way to the best podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that you, Damo? <laughs> I'm channeling my Damien, Damien Christoph here <laughs> since he's not here. Um, listen, Donna, you, you know, you gone through, obviously you, you gone through a, a great health journey. You went through, um, so vegan and, and then paleo and, and you also, um, went through some changes in mindset. So let's talk a little bit about that transition between, um, you know, let's go from vegan to paleo. Like obviously when you said, when you went vegan, you actually, you felt like a huge difference in your life. And uh, which is fantastic because you, you know, obviously shift, shift from a sad diet to, to a, a vegan diet. And then when you changed to a vegan diet to a paleo diet, w- was there um, also a significant sh- shift in terms of energy, your levels? What, what were some of the changes that you experienced uh, that you went through? Obviously, it's going to be you know, different for everybody, but I just wanted to know what your experiences were. Sure. Um, there was a, a significant shift in energy levels. Um, I think not having... Um, meat um i'm an opos so if i look at the the Mm. blood group diet and the um some of the the guidelines that they suggest you should follow um i think the principles behind the blood group diet seem to fit better for my body type and 
I think what I've learned is to actually listen to my body and know what fuels it and what doesn't. So I would keep food diaries and I would um, keep a track of, I would actually rate myself out of 10 for my energy levels um, as well as um, how my gut was feeling because I really, my gut was in a really bad way as well. Um, so, uh, you know, I've subsequently um, done the GAPS protocol as well to heal, heal my gut. Um, and, um, you know, I do have, how long did you actually do this for? Like, how long did you keep this chart uh, in terms of rating energy as you eat? Um, I actually still do it today. Um, I do it, um, regularly. Uh, I, I have an underactive thyroid, um, as well. So I, um, have always been challenged with my energy levels and I've been so fascinated by just how, um, how much of an impact, certain foods can have on my energy levels, my moods, my sleep patterns, um, absolutely everything that I do. I've just been so fascinated by it that I've, I've been tracking it over time. Um, and sometimes it, it will take a few days. Um, and now I'm very much in tune with knowing what is the right food to fuel me, um, what foods I should avoid. Um, and I'm happy to say that coffee is still on the agenda for me. So, um, and, and I took it, I guess I've taken that a a huge step, um, past that because I've, I've done the smart DNA testing and, uh, and I've also consulted with a molecular geneticist. Um, and it has just been absolutely fascinating to understand more about how my body ticks and what actually works for me as an individual rather than looking at something like the paleo diet and saying I need to have all of those components but actually personalizing it for me. That's amazing. I, I love the fact that you've, you've gone to that extra effort and, and as we're talking about, you know, being really conscious of what you're doing and how it's affecting you I think is just is so powerful because so many people getting around are just so unconscious of what they're doing in their diet and how it's all really their whole lifestyle and how it's affected them. So um, that's awesome. That's great. Um, Donna, I'd love to ask you some more about the mindset or particularly the meditation stuff because, uh, you know, you're talking about not being able to sit still for two minutes and do a meditation. I was sort of nodding and smiling and thinking, yeah, I get that. Um, What did you do to change? How did you get yourself to be able to do that sort of uh, meditation for longer periods of time? Um, I guess... um Yoga for me has been a big part of being able to uh, settle the mind and the body. So, um, and practice. You, you you really have to practice at it. And, and I think um, this is where a lot of the mindset comes in. Whether you meditate for two, if you sat down and said, I'm going to meditate for 60 minutes and you last for two, don't beat yourself up about not lasting for 60 minutes. Congratulate yourself for the fact that you made it through two and then say, right, next time I'm going to make it to three and next time I'm going to make it to four. So I think um, the self-talk has been a really big part of the changes that I've had to make um, because I was never very kind to myself and uh, I guess always I've always been a little bit of a perfectionist. So if I didn't do something 100%, 100% of the time, I would be telling myself that I'd failed. So I had to change the way that I was looking at it. And instead of seeing that I um, wasn't able to do a 60-minute meditation as a failure, I had to see that as just another step in my journey and that I would actually get there. 
And Donna, if it's not too personal, if you don't mind sharing, what sort of things were you saying to yourself? What was, uh, did you document it? Did you write it down? And what was your self-talk? Oh, look, my, um, my self-talk um, was that I was not good enough. Um, I was, um, I al- actually always saw myself as um, being inferior as, uh, and one of the big things for me was I had associated um, approval with acceptance and love. So if I tried harder and was better than any, everybody else, then I would have a, have approval. Therefore, that would, would mean that, you know, you were loved and accepted. So um, my self-talk was very much around um, if I wasn't um, the best at something of saying to me, well, you know, you're obviously not going to be accepted and you're not going to be loved because you, you don't, you're not the best. And um, I would, um, I had, very, very poor um, body image issues. I hated my body. Uh, so, you know, and that's where the beautiful Kim Morrison has definitely helped with uh, introducing some of the, the rituals and um, uh, positive affirmations as well. Um, so I think probably what most women would actually tell themselves every day, um, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough. Um, you know, I don't like, um, don't like my body and yeah, so, um, all very, very negative, very negative. So, so Donna, I mean, you remember going back to your story where you were talking about, uh, you were sitting on, you're sitting on the beach and, uh, you're looking at, you know, going through your iPad and just documenting this and journaling through the, the, you know, the, the couple of days before you head back home to Perth, um, what was the when you actually did get back to Perth? What were some of the biggest challenges uh, um, that you had to go through? Because you would because you would have transformed in in, in a way, uh, so to speak, and you you, you would have seen, um, I guess you know some changes or the shift that you need to become. Because obviously internally you would have changed. Um, what, was there any challenges at home, uh, friends, family um, that resisted, or was there anything that happened had to happen when you got home? No, I think um, I was very fortunate that my husband was at the Awaken the Change within with me. Oh, that's great. So we were able to, um, I guess, do some of the transformation together. Um, What I found really difficult, though, was still uh, coming back to, and and I think some of that sort of uh, social conditioning that I had learnt growing up was... um, having a vulnerable side and knowing that that was okay and being able to um, not only admit to myself but also then admit to other people um, what, I guess, some of those vulnerabilities were. So um, for me and probably the the biggest um, takeout was, um, and I, I decided when I was on the beach that, um, if anybody has who's listening has heard Karen Smith talk, she'll talk about um, how we put our own stories over everything that we see every day. And what I took out of that was I can actually put an end to my old stories, and it's time to start a new story. So um, that was that was pretty much the decision that I came to. Um, and I, I went and bought a um, a, a book just a, um, a blank journal book um, and I writ- wrote on the front of it, um, this is my new story. Um, and so I think a lot of it was really just 
for me to come to the decision that um, I needed to change. And I did need to introduce um, more positive self-talk. So I, I basically wrote down the unkind things that I was saying to myself and for every one of those, I took it and I turned it into a positive affirmation. That's so cool. Um, and then I put that um, on my wall. I put reminders in my phone with some of them um, and I um, just took some of them and, and did them, printed them out on my computer and every mirror in my house <laughs> ended up with messages on it. So everywhere I went, I was getting um, positive um, reinforcement rather than the negative self-talk. Um, and I also, um, one of the, I guess, the the books that really had an impact for me was The Four Agreements. Mm, um, and it, it is fantastic. So I think, um, you know, I've, I've always had a thirst for knowledge and I love reading. So, um, you know, introducing um, more um, reading around mindset, um, picking up people like Tony Robbins, um, and of course, um, yourself, Lawrence, with the mindset. Um, you oh, know, thanks, surrounding my myself with um, with people who were inspirational to me, and I I did look at um, my circle of friends, and I when I looked at that, I found that I was associating people who were feeding my habit. <laughs> so I really had to think hard about the type of people that I wanted to associate myself with. Um, and I actually, I changed jobs as well. I recognised that um, my job was very stressful and it was um, stress that I really didn't need. And so I changed jobs as well, um, which has been the best decision that I ever made. Um, so, yeah, I made a, I made a lot of changes. Um, and But for me, it was really just making that decision that from now on, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't mm. want to be... <laughs> Um, you know, in that negative state of mind, I needed to change to be more positive um, in order to change my life. It's amazing what you've done, Donna. I mean, re it really seems like you've taken all of the different aspects that we've ever spoken about on the Wellness Couch, whether it's the diet, whether it's the mindset, whether it's the exercise stuff, and, and you've put those strategies into action in all of those areas, which is really quite exceptional. So, so well done for starters. Mm. Thank you. Um, and obviously, from the the fitness side, you've gone on a pretty big journey as well. You know, we're just reading that you know six months ago you couldn't walk, you know, even five kilometres, and obviously now you're doing a whole lot more than that. So, Absolutely. when did the changes come about in terms of fitness, and what started it, and how did you go about changing it? Look, I've always um, always been um, athletic, and I have been a chronic over exerciser. Um, and I actually was um, CrossFit training before I was paleo. I didn't even realise there was an association. And um, I actually injured myself quite badly and I didn't realise it. So um, I just thought that it was part of my, um, that I was under a lot of stress and my nutrition was bad. And, and I just got to a point where I couldn't exercise. I um, was flat out getting off my couch. Um, and whenever I tried to exercise, um, my body would almost go into a state of shock. And it actually turns out that I had, I had torn all my stomach muscles and had two abdominal hernias. And I didn't realise it. So I um, was carrying those around for over a year before it was diagnosed and then um, surgically repaired. 
So coming out of that was um, what I like to say is my lesson in uh, humility because I um, lost all of my core. So I was really starting from a low base um, in rebuilding and um, as well as my energy levels, um, you know, were were really poor because of the other lifestyle factors. So um, I really had to, you know, sort of start from zero and just build up. And coming from a background where um, I'd always um, done high-intensity um, sports and training was really, really challenging for me. Um, so to, to be able to... Um, to, to walk a kilometre um, was actually a really big feat for me. And um, just, I think, keeping it real and, again, not beating myself up for the fact that I could only do a kilometre instead of 20. So I've really had to kind of rebuild my endurance and fitness over time. And you know, I've still got a long way, I think, to go before I am at my peak of wellness again. Uh, you know, it was... Um, more than 40 years of bad habits that I'm breaking. So um, I think I've probably got another 12 to 18 months to go. Um, but I've just gradually built that up over time. Um, but a big part of it for me is um, setting goals mm. and setting achievable and realistic goals and assessing those and making sure that I look back and don't forget to celebrate the success that I have had instead of looking at things and going, oh, today I only did 5Ks, gee, I wanted to do 10, it's actually looking back and going, you know what, six months ago I couldn't do that. Look at where I am today and really celebrating that because I think sometimes we um, we get so caught up in the in the destination that we forget the journey that we're on. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the, I'm glad that there's so many things here that you actually took control and you you decided and you committed to something and then you just, you know, created a purpose, like, you know, you defined a purpose. Um, So we got a, a couple more minutes left. So I'd love to, to, you know, hear about what you're actually doing. What's the challenge that you committed yourself to and uh, okay. how, how can we support it? Yes, well... Um my husband and I um, and two other um, people from Perth have uh, committed to do the 100-kilometre Oxfam Trail Walker in um, October. Oh. So um, basically we have 48 hours to um, trek 100 kilometres through um, some uh, bush in WA mm -hmm. and all of the proceeds go to um, Oxfam. So um, Oxfam has... Um, obviously does a lot of work in terms of um, challenging poverty um, and one of their major campaigns at the moment as well is um, helping to rebuild Nepal. So there's a number of ways that people can actually help. They can either um, sponsor our team and donate um, money or they can, um, the, the events are done in um, each state or they're in Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney and Perth. Um, and they're always looking for volunteers. So it could be a volunteer to man one of the um, the, the watering stations, if you like, um, or the teams actually need to have support crews. So um, if you can donate some of your time, um, the teams, we don't carry um, hiking packs or anything with us. We rely on our support crew at each of the stops to make sure that we have um, food and water, yoga mats. Um, you know, anybody who um, would love to stop and give us massages would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> 
Um, Chiropractic adjustments, so, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so really, um, donating time um, or um, donating um, money via the website to, well, our team or any team that you know who happens to be doing this mm. is a great way to contribute. That's fantastic. What's your team name? And even though, sorry, even though Damien is not on, um, we would greatly appreciate if he would send us some um, some, forage. some some paleo. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get on top of that. I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm don't. Nice. I'll, I'll don't. I'll make sure he donates. From excellent, excellent. You know I'm addicted to it. Yeah, he's on text actually right now, and so I'll, I'll just tell him right now as uh, as as we speak. Um, listen, what your team name is? What was your team name? Our team name is still got it. Um, we are um, all um, over forty, yeah. and uh, our um, the other three team members that we have all are marathon runners. So um, I think they're going to be pushing me pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and you know we've got two of our teammates over um, fifty, so it's a really fantastic effort. Wow, I mean, from for, from six months ago, where you couldn't couldn't walk five k's, and you're going to embark a hundred k uh, journey in October. That's fantastic! So, congratulations. Thank you. It's awesome, and we'll make sure we share the link on our Facebook page as well, so people can go straight there and donate. Yeah. That'd be great. Right. Thank you. Great. Appreciate it. So Donna, I just wrote some uh, sort of summary of sort of what we talked about, some sort of key highlights, and I just want to kind of summarize and then we'll end this podcast. So thank you so much for this. But, you know, a couple of key points I think that we can take away from your story is one, you know, you, you took action, you turn your ideas, like turn ideas from, you know, what we discussed in, in the wellness guys and from various podcasts, not just ours, but, you know, whatever you we, we, we were reading or got inspired by, you turn the ideas, which is important into action. Like that's the most important thing, and we, you know, most of us have listened to all these ideas, but they didn't actually do anything with it. And but you've done that, so that's I think that's one big incentive for for me. Uh, number two is that you also observed and analyzed um, what was working for you and what didn't work. You know, you you changed your you know, you looked to be aware of your you know being a vegan, and then you went to paleo, and also looking at CrossFit, and that didn't fit you, and then you just moved to something else, and which is great. It's being aware. It's not every, that's why you know the wellness guys can't really say that this is the only way. You know, it's a way, and then you got to discover it. Does it fit you? So that's fantastic. And the third thing I think was um, you drew a line on in the sand, and you decided, and you just committed. You know, you committed that this is the day that no longer the old Donna doesn't exist anymore. Well, you know, as part of you, but you're changing the story from the past and also changing the story in the future and creating new stories. And the last thing is that you found a purpose, you defined the purpose and you created it. And uh, I think, you know, congratulations for you for, you know, going embarking on this journey and uh, discovering and you took charge on uh, not allowing someone to make it happen to you, but you actually took in charge to take, you know, make it happen for yourself. So congratulations and thank you so much for inspiring me and Brett and I'm sure Damien when he listens to this and also everybody else on the show. Thanks so much pleasure thanks uh thanks thanks for being on it uh guys make sure you go to facebook page uh facebook.com slash the wellness guys and also the wellness couch make sure you like us there if you haven't love to just hear your feedback what are some of the changes you've gone through uh in you know by listening to us or anybody else in your health journey i'd love to hear more about that because maybe one day we'll pick you to 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 be able to invite you on our show so that we can discuss what i was going to say lawrence maybe even suggest some real life people who you think would be great for this segment would be awesome yeah i think we'll love to hear that because it's inspiring to for other people to to hear your story and journey as well because uh, I think it's an important share. Uh, make sure while we're talking about sharing, let's share this podcast with your friends, your families, and other strangers you think need a wellness update. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a comment there because that's going to help us uh, spread this message and spread this podcast to the rest of the world. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Couch Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. 
Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Couch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.